Now, every Tuesday, we talk to different entrepreneurs about their various businesses. We learn the story as well as the journey and the vision. Tonight, our guest is the company called All Things Laundry, and it's based in Soweto. Now, if you are in the laundry business or you're considering joining a laundry business, then this certainly is for you. A very good evening to you, William Mosola, founder of All Things Laundry. I'm sure you are looking very clean and smelling also star softly, soft and fresh. Good evening, Tammy. Good evening to you, listeners. How are you tonight? I'm awesome. Thank you. I'm, I'm quite interested in, in what it is that led you to establish uh, this company, and especially in the laundry industry. I think our story is very clear and uh, basic. I mean, so my so I'll just get on with it quite quick, short. So my wife and I were pregnant with twins, and laundry became a hassle for us. And then we started using laundry services providers. But we are not happy time with the service we received. And my wife and I thought, well, we can actually provide a better service, do a better job than what we've been receiving all along. That's how then the business was born. Really, you are suckers for pain because apart from just having twins, which is a lot of work, I would imagine, on its own, you also decided to give birth to a business. How old were the twins when you started? Well, the twins were actually, so the twins were not born yet. So the twins are literally 24, and the business is also 24 years in the coming year. So, yeah, so the business was started in 2018. This is just before the twins were born. But then the workload became a nightmare for us, and we needed help, and we needed extra help. So that's why then we started, you know, sort of channeling our focus towards this laundry service. So in the early stages of beginning this business, the twins were born, the business was born pretty much, you know, at the same time in the same year. How did you and your wife divide uh, the responsibilities? And at what point did you know that you really needed to get people on board? And at what point were you actually even able to afford to employ people? I think from the onset, we knew that we needed people on board. But what helped, what helped us a lot was my wife and I then had to, had to sort of then look into our strengths and weaknesses. That's how then we started then developing a plan around how this laundry service was going to start and was going to run. And the first employee, to be quite fair and honest with you, the first employee we had was our helper. Because we didn't know anyone else that could iron. We didn't know anyone else that, you know, that could run this ship the way we wanted it to be ran. And so we thought, so my wife and I thought, you know what, how about we start this thing with our helper? Because it really, and then we can start then, you know, uh, wheeling this machine and getting it going. And what did you need to start the business? Yes, you had the manpower in the form of, of your helper who already knows the craft. But what other sort of, uh, you know, skilling and investments did you need? Yeah, so I think that's a very beautiful question, Tammy, and I'm going to be frank with you. So, we, so we're looking at laundry services in, in two different ways. Now, the first way is your domestic laundry services that will cater your household, and then the second part of it is your commercial space. And that's the space where really we're keen to, to tap into because that's where then there will be a lot of opportunities for people in the townships. But however, to answer your question, Tammy, so we then started with one iron. Uh, the one that we had in the house, one ironing board, and then we had to buy one machine, one washer, and one dryer, and then get a space so that people can take us more serious. 
So that's how then the whole thing started with one 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 item each. And who are your clients? Individuals or companies or both? We've got both. So we've been I mean so we've been in existence for since twenty eighteen. So we've been fortunate enough that we've actually had both. But I mean I must also give credit to the uh, to our customers in Soweto. I think our individual customers have been very supportive. I mean, having to go back to COVID-19 when all business had to, you know, sort of take a back seat and say, no, what's this COVID? Because no one knew what COVID was. But our customers continued coming in. Our customers continue trusting in our brand. Now that now things are almost normalizing, uh, the commercial is starting to take its uh, sort of its rightful position as well. So we've been fortunate on both ends, both commercial and our our household customers. And how do you go about securing the bigger companies, the hotel groups, the hotels, etc.? How does that work? Yeah, so that has been the toughest thing, I mean, because, I mean, all these people want somebody they can rely on, somebody they can trust, somebody uh, preferably who has the... Uh, uh, sort of the manpower and manpower. I re- I'm referring to the machines, the space, you know, all the, you know, all those sorts of stuff. So now, what we have started doing, we have started building our track record. So what I mean by that, if you look us up on your Google reviews, so you'll see what uh, people are saying about us. If you look into the relationship we have with some of the commercial companies that we have, so we've got that. So we've got that good sort of relationship that we have with both our individual and customers because the aim for us is to build that relationship that will take us to the next level. But uh, at the moment, we're busy building that sort of that repetition, sort of that uh, that trustness that customers can actually rely on. And and how do you cost your services? How do you know what to charge for um, a sheet or a shirt? Or how do you work it out? So for commercial laundry, we, because... It all depends on the scale. So the scale would be the quantities that they're giving us. So usually that would go a uh, cost per item. And for individuals like your household, then would charge per basket. Now we'd have separate baskets that would make up a cost. Like for instance, we've got a small basket, a medium basket, and a large basket for a non for household laundry. But for commercial, really. It's on a discussion basis where they would name the number of quantities that they want us to, you know, to work on, and then would develop. So it will almost be like a custom-made pricing for commercial uh, business. How long does it take to to break even? <sighs> oh, that's a nice question. Uh, well, it takes. So we've had. So we've helped about three, four laundry mats. So people have approached us and said, listen, I'm interested in this service. I want to start this laundry service. And out of the four, out of the five that we've helped, one has gone under. And I always say this to them, Tammy, that, you know, laundry services, it's not an easy business because it's not a service where you are expected to get the returns tomorrow. So you need to give in the time. You need to give in the heart. You need to be committed to this shift or you need to be committed to this uh, to this day that we've just born. So it takes a bit of time. But, I mean, we... So it took us about almost seven months or eight months to start breaking even. So uh, prior to that, we've, we've been just adding on, believing in this thing and saying, you know what, we need to change the landscape with regards to laundromats, particularly in the township space, where I felt the service in the township was not really uh, given the much-needed respect that it has. So that's why now, today, I can firmly stand and say, you know what, 
we are the best in the township space because that's the dignity that we want the service to have. And that's exactly where I want to go with my next question, that you are in Soweto. One would ordinarily find laundry services in in the suburbs, in those shopping malls, etc. But how competitive is the laundry business in the township area? So what we did, the first thing we did was to do our research. So uh, rightfully, rightfully so. So in the township, there are a lot of laundromats. I mean, but what we discovered is that not all of them take it serious. So what I mean by that, most of them tell me, are comfortable with buying Coca-Cola, you know, a day, you know, with being able to afford an ultra mail. So we take it uh, further than that and say, we want all those commercial companies to knock and say, listen, we want your expertise. So now then we want to shift this thing and take it to a bigger level than what it already is. So that's the, then that becomes our advantage because even how then we go about our customer service is totally different. Even how... Now we go about our services, it's totally different. So then we put on that quality, that stamped quality service that says, you know what, we can take care of your laundry, we can go an extra mile and also service the commercial space. So which in the township we, so we found that to be a bit of a challenge really, and that's where then the space that we're actually tapping in a lot. And, and where did you find the funding? Did you have to raise capital or did you dip into your own savings? We had to dip into our own savings. So... Uh, funny enough, I mean, people don't take the laundry service very serious. I mean, when you, I mean, I had people that would laugh at us when I told them that we are into laundry services. So only now, like this other day, somebody said to us, oh, wow, so you'll be on radio because of laundromat. You know, so that's how, you know, that's how people view this thing. Only now that we're on radio and people now start thinking or seeing this thing, the way we actually want them to see it, that there's, there's dignity in this thing, there's employment in this thing. We want our people to be proud that, you know what, we run a laundromat, I'm employed at a laundromat. So it's those types of things that we have to, you know, it's a mind shift that people have to now start, you know, start getting used to, to say this service is real, this service is serious, this service is something that we need to pay attention to. But in actual fact, we did have to raise our own funds. There was no funding that came into play. We had to dig into our savings, both my wife and I. Well, I guess the plus, plus side of that, the upside of that, is that you you're not in debt, um, having to to service that debt, which can also can you know be quite interest bearing at at times. So that in the long run, perhaps uh, does work to your advantage. But what is the vision for for your company? Uh, can you repeat that, Tony? Uh, what is the vision? That? No, no problem. The vision for your company. Where where do you see yourself? Where would you like to to go? Our vision really. Uh, it's straightforward. So we want to plant uh, our laundromat service in in every province, really. So we want to be responsible for, you know, for all your clinics, for all your hospitals, for all your hotel gurus that are in in every province. So we want to plant and plug in uh, in every province a laundromat, all things laundry brand in every province. But however, for now, because uh, you know, these things they take a bit of time. So our main focus now is to actually have them planted all over Soweto because Soweto is also big. You know, we have people that still don't know us in Soweto. So we want to then take advantage of that market and then and then go and then go outside of Soweto, ultimately go outside of Houting. Because you want to scale and that's where you are going and, and that's what you are wanting, will you now need then to apply for, for loans and, and, and financing in order to enable you to do that? 
Unfortunately, I think that might be the case. That so that might be the case that both my wife and I cannot that that we might be confronted with. But I mean, so we've got. I mean, there are there are other partnerships. You know, there are other people that you know that can actually chip in. I mean, I've got some few contacts at the Gordon Institute of Business Science. You know, where perhaps where one call or two can actually then help us set up this thing. So it also helps I mean, to have a bit of network because we find in this journey that. Without network, really, it becomes extremely impossible, especially uh, wanting to reach certain levels in business anyway. So we try and plug ourselves in uh, in spaces that could potentially expose us to people that have been doing this thing for long, uh, in spaces that, you know, that people can, that can actually plug us in. So we've been very fortunate thus far, and that's how then we continue then being uh, best at what we do. So if there's a potential client who's listening now, I know you've done some work for, you know, subcontracting and, you know, cleaning and, and doing the laundry for uh, some restaurants, etc. You've done some uniform cleaning for staff for, for various companies as well and fabric cleaning for different exhibitions. So you are working in you know, the, the corporate space and bulk orders. Do you have the capacity for example, if somebody's listening now and they think, oh, that's a company that I'd like to work with, and the question that they're asking themselves is, can they handle the load? Excuse the pun. Yeah, no, so definitely, Tommy. So the only thing that we would require from them is to is for them to actually give us uh, two months. And why two months, Tommy? So that I would imagine there's already a contract in place with somebody else. So I wouldn't want to find somebody else in a situation where a contract is just terminated. But then again, then the two months will also give us time to prepare for them because there's a certain machinery that I'll have to, you know, go procure, you know, in order to then be able to service them. But for now, it doesn't really help me much time to have, you know, to have it, to have big machines that don't actually work. You know, so now we are saying we are waiting for those guys to say, uh, all things don't do, we are here, we want your services, uh, can you deliver? The answer would definitely be yes, we can deliver and we can actually take that up. Uh, provided that they give us enough time, two months, to be specific for us to prepare. Well then, Mr. Mosola, how do they contact you? So people can reach us on 066-145-0449, 066-145-0449, both telephonically, WhatsApp, SMS, anything. Or alternatively, they can just go on our website, www.allthingsdondry.ca, www.allthingsdondry.ca, they can also catch us on Twitter, Facebook, all things laundry, Twitter, all things laundry, Instagram, and, and Facebook. Mr. Masola, it was a pleasure speaking with you this evening. It certainly is true that a lot of businesses are born out of our own needs, our own frustrations. It's about seeing where the gap is in the market and filling that gap, something that you and your wife have done. Thank you for joining us this evening, and we wish you all of the best with All Things Laundry. That's uh, Mr. William Mosola, the founder of All Things Laundry, which is a 100% black-owned laundromat service provider in Soweto. And as you heard, he wants to have branches throughout Soweto, and not just Soweto, but also go to different provinces in South Africa. That brings us to exactly 8.39. This is Metro FM Talk. I'm Tami Gobeni sitting in tonight for Ayabu.